beep, 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 paging. Dr. Crime, Dr. Crime, Crime Doctor, you're needed. And who is the crime doctor? Is it Dr. Thorne? I'm guessing so. Yes, it is Dr. Thorne. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm, of course, Dave the Film Junkie. With him, as always, is Mr. Scott McClellan. What's up, sir? Give me two CCs of House of Scott. <laughs> Damn it. I'm a doctor, not a miracle worker. There you go. Bring it up there. I like it. I like it. Yes, we are talking about this gem of an episode that is paging the crime doctor, the return of Dr. Leslie Tompkins. And then, of course, we got Rupert Thorne and a relative of his that shows up in this episode. Very interesting episode, but uh, let's say hi to the to the kids that are in the chat right now. How's it going, Ryan? We got Hello, Ryan. Amari right here. Amari, yeah. yes. Yeah, weekends are pretty good. I don't know about you, Scott, but I, it's been a family filled just crazy weekend if you notice i have a little bit of uh, redness going on on the uh on the arms right there i did a little swimming today but yeah that was at a family function today visited my dad yesterday i've been all over the place how about you uh fan a lot of family yesterday sucked though i messed up my car <laughs> which is oh no needed right now nope nope so I get to I get I had to file a claim and then I get to spend tomorrow trying to find a body shop and all that. <laughs> That's terrible fun. No, What's going on, Venom. All right, docs. I love it. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Points. Points. Good. Points, Points for you. Points for you. We got Fear Jason here. Saw Elvis last night, and yeah, hey, look at you, Eric, going to those movies, man. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see Elvis yet? Yeah, no, I think we we talked about. Oh yeah, it we did. Yeah. yeah, I saw it Friday afternoon. Uh, yeah. yeah, we did talk about it. I always, you know, that was a, that was a fun vodka stream for sure. That was it like a, again. Like, it was like we got the band back together again, more so than even before because everybody was there. Like you know, I think we were missing probably Everts and Garza the last time Chris showed up. So to have all them there and then just <laughs> poor little Ray. Poor oh Ray. Was, yeah. Because it was funny because it was what I loved about that was I, I knew Garza what, what he was going to rip it to shreds. Steven, same thing with his technical side. And then just and like you, me, Ben. And, you know, we were kind of in the middle. We were in the middle of it. And then, you know, Ray was, of course, going to just totally just dig his heels in. And then I, that's what I love about it. But it, it, it was fine. It wasn't like yeah, anything I, the yeah. southerner. The southerner in me just came out going. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> Just bless your heart. But yeah, so it was a fun, it was definitely a fun Vox dream. And then when I saw Enosh in the uh, the chat, I was like, oh, here, there's some backup for Ray right there, and brought him <laughs> in, and that 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 was good. That was good. So yeah, fun Vox stream. If you guys haven't caught it yet, go mm. check it out. Herogasm. Yeah. Yes. You know, I, we could have talked more about that if Ray had freaking watched an episode of season I three. Know. <laughs> I know. See, that's the thing, though, but it was very fresh. I mean, I know Obi-Wan was also fresh, but it was like still a day. And then everybody like was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Yeah. You, you, it was Wednesday. Everybody was already talking about it. So it's like we didn't give a shit. And I remember even quote tweeting that scene, the best scene of the whole series when it came to, you know, when it came to Obi-Wan and Anakin. I just yeah. so it was just like we went full spoilers on that. Then I was like, all right, we could hold back on the boys. You know, but I mean, for the most part, it's just like, guess what? It's going to be, you know, <laughs> it's going to be a little, it was going to be a little gross. A little gross. <laughs> a little, little adult. A little adult. A little, a little explicit. adult. A little explicit. So, 
But uh, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about some Batman, the animated series, and we're here to talk about talk about paging the crime doctor. Okay, so I have to ask, I have to ask okay. you because we, last week when I bring this up, as you understandably but cutely always do, it's like, what's this episode again? So I have yeah. to ask. So I have to ask when you when you finally fired up the episode, did did your neurons like fire? Of course, of okay. course. I was like, oh, oh, that's right. Rupert Thorne's brother, Matt. That's right. Yeah, I started remembering everything. And then like, and then, of course, we have this crazy little medical prototype laser that comes into play here, which I was like, oh, yeah, that. And he got, you know, Batman got a little clipped, got his little. I know, uh, I love the, the, little dang, the little dangly <laughs> ear that honestly, now that I look at it, Batmite. That totally looks like oh, Batmite. Jesus Christ, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Because it kind of flaps over. Yes. Yeah, it does. Wow. Yeah. Did not even think about that. Did not make that correlation right there. What's going on, Jose? Good to see you. We got Zed here, too. Good to see you guys. But, yes, um, I, you know, it's a good little episode. It really is. Like It's, it's fine. Like, yeah. I, I feel like looking at your, you know, when you tweeted out, I was like, oh, I think, I think Dave enjoyed this episode more than I actually I did. did. I yeah. think it's just because there's a little bit um, – because I forgot about the, the the tension that there is in the, you know, when it went, because we meet Matt Thorne, which is Rupert Thorne's brother, who's like his, you know, it's the crime doctor. He's the doctor who doesn't want to be where he's at. And you see the tension and there's like a really good, like little scene between them both. And then of course it's one of those, you know, you start off being that the crime doctor. And then of course you try to be like, well, I want to be something better. And I do like the way that the episode ended. I don't know. There was just some really good parts in here that I don't remember uh, enjoying as a kid, maybe because it was a little too deep when, uh, for, for 11 year old me, maybe, I don't well, know. But it's kind of, you know what this episode made me think of when I was watching it, it mm. made me think of it's never too late because you got yeah. a mobster and his brother and yeah. like, and I thought that was really well. But this is also where I teased this on Vodka Stream, mm. where I talked about that there was a Marvel DC crossover in this Ooh, episode. And what is that? Okay. So Dr. Matthew Thorne was voiced by Joseph, I'm going to get this name right, uh, Campanella. Now, okay. you go look him up on Wikipedia. Dude, like, dude worked like yeah. like, 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 like he's, he's been working huh? he's been working okay yeah. <laughs> but the year after this episode aired do you know what he went and did no he was dr kurt connors the lizard on spider-man the animated series oh wow that's cool I love and it. because the lizard was also the villain in the very first episode of spider-man the animated series but go back and listen to his voice and that was the connection i mean i knew i was like i recognized i was like i was like that voice sounds familiar but i'm gonna wait to the stream unless i you know if i if i, I i've done that I, I don't look at the credits anymore because i like like when we go in the back and forth and you reveal who like some of these voices are um but i was like man there was something about that voice that just rang in my i was like the whole time i kept going for who the hell is that and i just it never never clicked that it was that right there, man, Dr. Connors in Spider-Man, the animated series. Love it. There's Love one it. other voice that is noteworthy, but I'll wait later to get to it. Because it's like actually it. a voice we've heard already. Oh, I like it. I like it. Well, right off the bat, I mean, 
we're getting like uh you know i guess you could say like an armored car that is transporting yes. something mm-hmm. um and then you know as we're driving along there's a, a like a like an ambulance or whatever let's basically just you know they want to let them pass but guess what it's not actually you know needed for that because they roll down the window and uh tommy gun comes out and starts firing yeah starts doing that whole th- that that whole mess and uh yeah i mean it starts off with a pretty intense little um chase i guess you could say you know because they pop the tires start swerving and everything but then i love it when we get that shot of batman running oh, alongside isn't that like <laughs> like one of the most iconic shots it's like yes. it's this weird in shadow shot yes. he's running kind of awkwardly but uh-huh. did you also notice like the the silhouette of batman he looks kind of jacked more than oh, yeah. normal oh yeah. he looks he doesn't look human because first off he's keeping up with the cars and then so, you know and secondly yeah like you said he looks gigantic he's puffy he's just like oh yeah like we're talking like frank miller not quite frank miller puffy but close close. <laughs> close very close to that and uh you know so of course he jumps on the rooftop they start shooting at him and then they I did, still love they the did fact it. that when he jumps on the rooftop he fires the grappling gun into the roof yes. so he can like hold on, on. Oh, hold know. on yes and then and then and then of course he is holding on and then i kudos to the bad guys here because you know, they didn't just like go, oh, yeah, they hit the brakes. He'll fly right off, you know, the force. And that's exactly what they do. But, of course, it's Batman. And, he, you know, he's like a cat. Uh, he just <laughs> lands on his feet. And then, of course, they, you know, charge at him. And then he just jumps. And I love the fact that he uses the cape to just kind of just block their view. It's like, all right. I always like, love I always love that move because, once again, if, you know, we've got this superhero convention that we always accept that these guys wear capes, capes for yeah. some reason. I mean, no, no, no caps, darling. No, no, no caps. <laughs> it's, it's why I love that scene in The Incredibles. Oh, yeah. uh, but when you do have the cape, it's like, freaking use it. Use, use it. I know. Sometimes when it comes to certain uh, heroes out there that don't use her, it's like, you know, try, I mean, Batman uses his cape. That's yes. what we love about Batman. He uses his cape many, many times. It's very much, and he uses it right here to block their view. So then, of course, they crash. And then, but yeah, they start, they pull out this, this little prototype. Like, uh, I mean, it looks like a laser gun, but it's a medical laser. But man, they're using. <laughs> Batman was not ready for it. Batman was not ready for it. And he gets, yeah, he gets, like clip. yeah. He gets his little uh his little ear clipped and he gets kind of he gets kind of messed up in this one, which well what, we needed what, him to that, go visit Tompkins. Well, we needed him to go visit Tompkins, and yeah. also it's one of those it doesn't happen a lot in the animated series, which I appreciate, but every yeah. once in a while in these episodes, you know, you, you basically have to give Batman a handicap, you know in the episode because the yeah. concussion he gets from this laser will play out later on in the episode. It definitely does. And then I also like it too, where it's like, you know, even when he's like messed up like this falls over the edge of the bridge, they think that he fell into the water and he's done, but he, you know, just so happens there was like a little tram, yeah, thing that, that went by and he ended up, you know, landing on top of that. So it was like, all right, he's good. He's good. And you know, and then naturally, of course, when we see uh, when we see Thorne, we see Rupert Thorne. I mean, he's coming out of the elevator with these goons and saying like, oh, yeah, you wiped out the Batman. I mean, it's Thorne at this point is like, 
I guess you could say he's in disbelief. Yeah. Can anybody <laughs> claim because what we saw in the pre, you know, in a man who killed Batman, he's never too like really you'd wiped out the Batman. I mean, he, he at least he's smart enough to realize when 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 people claim that they killed the Batman, it's like, mm, yeah, but did you? Did you? You know. So he's smart with that regard right there. I appreciate his cynicism <laughs> and his smart assness about mm-hmm. that. It's like, yeah, don't get don't get too ahead of yourself, buddy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's uh, all throughout this series. Rupert Thorne's character has always been like he's just a really good. There's just there's just something about him that's really good. And his presence in here, like you said, the way that he is with people and, uh, and it shows right here, of course, again, and then we get a little bit of, you know, when, when, it, when later on or a little bit later, I guess you could say when we starts talking to his brother and like, they have a really, they have a really heated back and forth, like a very heated brotherly back and forth. And that's what I was like really appreciating with this episode. Yes. I'm like, okay, so we're getting a lot. We're getting more with Thorn. We're meeting Matt Thorn, who uh, doesn't want to be where he's at. Uh, obviously, there was like uh, an incident that happened where Thorn got shot, and he had to remove the bullet and and, and not been, report the bullet, not report they, the bullet. Yes, which cost him his license. Which yep. honestly, you know what? That kind of made me think a little bit about the long Halloween and oh, the yeah. idea of Thomas taking the bullet out of Falcone. Yeah, a little bit right there, man. And which also was also in the Batman, which, of course, if listen to uh, Squadcast Media, because what do you do, Scott, when it comes to the Batman? The Batman scene by scene. There you go. Batman scene by scene. New episodes coming. Oh, yes. We just record. No. Exclusive. You know, (laughs) right there. Him and I just recorded two new episodes tonight. So we're, we're set up for the next couple of weeks. There you go. Yes, we got the holiday weekend coming next week, which reminding everybody that there won't be an episode of Batman the Fanimated Stream next week. Enjoy your holiday. Eat a lot of food. Don't overheat because, my God, it's freaking it's hot. It's so out hot. Jesus. I mean, I tell you what, I was driving back home and it's like, you know, it was like almost six o'clock and it was 102 out still. I'm like, fuck. But anyway, it gets a little heated. And then what happens? You know, Rupert Thorne. Starts grabbing his chest and falls to the ground and turns out you think it's a heart attack, but it's yeah, I thought, I mean, I kind of was like, oh yeah, he has a heart attack. I wrote that at first, but it's not exactly a heart attack. Well, let's face it. We didn't, we didn't looking at Rupert. He doesn't really take care of himself. No, no. I mean, it wouldn't be beyond, you know, (laughs) a reasonable person to think that someone like Rupert Thorne would have a heart attack. Exactly. It makes sense. It makes sense. But turns out, no, he's got what a tumor on the, he's got a tumor that's pressing up against the, the, it's like right there, the heart and the lung It's basically cutting off blood flow, pretty much mimicking what a heart attack like would do. And kudos to not just going, Oh yeah, he had a heart attack. It's fine. No, they were like, no, Let's like get more detail. Let's make it where it's a tumor right here and blah blah blah. Because well, obviously this is where the uh, the medical prototype laser comes in. Well, it's That's- it's also the fact that you need something that is so specific that yeah. You you know this isn't going to be like a lot of shows where if you're a doctor apparently you can do freaking you know like everything. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry, doctors specialize for a reason. I'm just gonna yeah. say, you know, if Cat was in the chat, I'd be like, yeah, come on, you you're a nurse, you know this. It's yeah. like you know you know you watch these medical shows and it's like no, you don't. You're not just a genius about everything. Right. So unless, unless you're Doctor House, sorry. <laughs> 
I love that I, show, I, but still. Yeah, I, mean. I know. I, oh, I, I, I get that. I get that. I love that show too. I did a whole rewatch. I never like actually watched this uh, the whole show like from start to finish. It was always one of those you catch an episode here, catch an episode there. But it was on Amazon Prime, and I was like, all right. And every night I was just watching that all the way through, and I'm like, man, how many times? I mean, it got to the point when that show, and I, yeah, here's a tangent here, guys. I'm sorry, but you know, it leads into the whole the whole the 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 doctor thing. But it's just always funny because it always opens with a scene with some random people. There's always like two individuals, and it's like you could almost have bets on okay which one of them are gonna fall down and start like shaking you know convulsing and shit like that it always seemed like the episodes would start it was, like no, that. it was very formulaic absolutely. oh yeah very much very much and then man you, you don't overthink that though when you watch that show because there's a lot of things in there you're going oh shit what if that happens to oh oh yeah there's an episode it's where it's like this going kid... on webmd it's like oh, it's it really just, is it's like not the... good oh yeah there's like an episode where a kid swallows a toothpick and that's the reason why he's all effed up because he swallowed a toothpick i use toothpicks a lot and i'll just keep it in my mouth sometimes never swallowed one but i'm like holy shit better not swallow this dad damn thing because that's gonna end up i'm gonna end up in the hospital almost dying and hopefully a guy with a fucking cane shows up and saves me anyways there's our tangent right there and now we're off to the free clinic the thomas wayne memorial free clinic and this is an interesting thing that made me think about this because i i will admit i had to go back and do a little wikipedia digging because mm -hmm. the character of dr leslie tompkins who was invented in the 70s by denny o'neill by the way um I, of late she has been depicted in some media as younger. a, a well, younger, yes, but yeah. also as a therapist or as a psychiatrist. But definitely in this episode, it's quite clear that she is more of a of a, of a medical doctor, of, yeah. of, of a practicing medical doctor, not a, not a psychiatrist or a psychologist. So I had to go back and like, no, the whole idea of her being a therapist, like you see maybe in like Titan season three or um, even uh, Batman, the imposter, the book that Matt Tomlinson yes. wrote. Oh, yeah. uh, that has the become more, uh, you, you get more, you're getting more of the therapist in those, but no, if you go back and look at her comic origins, no, she is a, she medical is a doctor. doctor. She is yeah. a medical doctor. She does run these clinics in, you know, crime alley or you know that kind of thing so the way she's depicted in this episode is i know people hate to hear, hear this term but this is a more comic accurate interpretation <laughs> of you know leslie tompkins true that and you, you know it's great what's 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 great when they have like episodes like this again you know because obviously batman is always like an invincible type character we've seen him many times but of course this time you know he got his he got his bell rung this time he's he's a little messed up so even when after we see you know obviously we go to the clinic and we see leslie tompkins you know handling patients and then all of a sudden you get batman coming in just uh, uh, he's just effed up falls to the ground and then we see her just basically you know treating him because this is something alfred would not be able to to do alfred could do a lot he could he could feel dress a wound or something like that wrap him up do something like that but when it comes to a head injury yeah, let's leave it to the actual doctor for this. Which one. I don't basically, know how... did she just give him four aspirin and call me yeah. in the morning? <laughs> I think she kind of did. I think she kind of did, and I love how she busts his balls too. Of like, oh, because uh, Leslie you know, can do that. Yeah. Oh, that's that's what's so great about it. You know, we putting um, we love that Alfred will bust his balls. You know, in a in a sarcastic way, and then we got Tompkins who just fucking just tells him how it is. Like, you know, you don't listen to me. 
So whatever, you know, it's fine. But yeah, take these. You better stay asleep. Like you need to rest like all day. Stay in bed. And she knows probably in the back of her head. This ain't this guy. Ain't yeah, this, he's not going to do that. No. I'm not going to do that. Of course not. And then, of course, he does not. But then it ends up, you know, ruling in her favor. <laughs> you know, it ends up working out for her. So, well, you know, sometimes you just got to let the guy do his thing. But yes, you know, listen to the doc every now and again. But uh, yeah, so we have that. And I love, like I said, I love when that all happens. And uh, and then, of course, when it comes to Rupert's uh, goons, they show up to, of course, get uh miss tompkins and okay, can uh, i ask you a question yeah. about this scene because the goons show up but matt's there too yeah okay i am a couple of things one he makes some very specific cultural references that i felt was a little weird because it almost yeah. dates the series like he mentions benny goodman and you know and they were at the plaza which would be yeah. like new york and yeah. then late and then spoiler, but later on in the episode when Bruce and Alfred are looking at there's actually like years, like graduation years or something like Written in the yearbook. Yeah. So I thought that was really weird because we've talked so much about how the series has a very timeless quality. It was True. really weird to give references that would like date seriously it. date it. Yeah. Because I mean, the whole like one of the uh, the shticks about this whole thing is like, yeah, it's modern, but it has you know a very uh, classic vibe to it with the cars and and everything. So and the deco, yeah, and the, and the art deco, the deco, art deco yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it 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 very much is, and I think eh, you know. But I mean, for the most part, though, I mean, yeah, this might be the first episode that really does date it to be like, yeah, it's it's uh, nineteen ninety one or whatever the hell. But you know, but. Uh, yeah, you're right. This is I didn't even really catch that, like how much this uh this well, is dated. This, well, because that. it also brought my attention that you know Matt walks in, Leslie gets a clear look at Matt. Yeah, and Leslie has no idea who he is. It's no, like, I thought I was like, huh, that was I weird. It's like you were best friends. I mean, I I mean we we're all getting older, but there's but it's like but if you knew each other like in medical school. Yeah, we get older, but do we really change that much? That much? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I thought that was a little weird too. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to make sure I wasn't the only one. No, no, you weren't. I thought that was a little weird too, because I was like, wait, I mean, it took it took basically her or took Matt referencing the picture that she has on the wall of her and Thomas. And apparently Matt, I guess, took the picture or yeah, whatever. That's what he says yeah, he took and, the picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He talks about that. And so I was like, I was like, man, she just well, I mean. It is dark, I guess. And he was wearing, I know. I'm like, yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm like, yeah, you think that she would have been like, Matt. But it took like a little bit of like. Uh, Prompting. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you know, I guess we could let that slide. But I get what you're saying. I get I get what you're saying you when know, it comes I got, to. I got to bust the series balls every once yeah, in a while. You, yeah. yeah, we do that. We nitpick a little bit when it comes to that. Because it's like, yeah, you would think that she would uh, recognize him. Because especially, I mean, I can understand if it was like a childhood friend, because then you might not recognize him. But if it's like just going from what what was it like that picture was taken probably what, 30 to 40 years prior? That's what like that. I would say 30 to 40 years. Yeah, that would yeah. I would say that. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's interesting. But um, so, of course, uh, you know, Matt needs her. I mean, for some reason, I mean. 
I guess just needs her to, to perform the procedure on, of course, Rupert Thorne. And uh, she doesn't want to do it. And then, of course, he tries to be like the whole like, oh, there'll be a lot of money in it for you. But it's like, is that really going to sell sell Miss Leslie Tompkins, who is working in Crime Alley, you know, and trying to help people? No, she she immediately. And I love her response. Like, I know where that money's coming from and blah, blah, blah. She knows it's 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 not it's blood money. It's not money that's laundered money. It's all it's it's. It's, it's crooked. It, it, it's, it's all. Yeah. Yeah. It, it totally is. Yeah. So she wants nothing of it, of course. But of course, it's like, well, you're coming no matter what. You know, you're going to come and do this no matter what. There's nothing you could do about it. We're just going to grab you and take you and uh, force you to do it. He tried, though. He tried. <laughs> I know. But it's, uh, but he also, there is also the part where Rupert really dangles. You know, we we kind of we kind of jumped over the scene where Rupert really dangles the ultimate worm for Matt, which is I've got connections. I can get you your medical license back because all Matt wants is to be a real doctor again. Mm -hmm. And he can't do that without a medical license. Exactly. And that's and that's where you start feeling bad for him. And, you know, he knows he's going to because it's also his brother. It's his blood. It's somebody that in, even though he doesn't like what he's doing, it's still that aspect of it. And then, of course, of him wanting to get back into being an actual doctor and not being the crime doctor, as, of course, is put titled in this uh, episode right here. But, uh, yeah, so that all happens. And then, of course, uh, we go back to the Batcave. And, yes, Bruce should be uh, should be bed resting. But is he? No, he's, he's still investigating. He's still, but at least he's in his uh, pajamas. I guess (laughs) he's at least doing that, but he's also looking at, well, you know, the night that he was on the bridge where he did get his, uh, his, uh, bat ear clipped and he's looking at the, the dude that had the mask and he realized it's, uh, Rupert, by the way, it's the dude in the beard, uh, Rupert Thorne's dude. That's Kevin Conroy voicing him. Right. I, I I assumed. Uh, I, yeah. you know, I I don't know because there was a couple of names on the, uh, on the, uh, cast okay. list for characters next to it that i didn't quite like like who was that character i don't even but remember what his name was yeah I, I know that that was and it was late last night if i'm being yeah. honest so it's just like <laughs> it, it 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 that would be worth not but worth a google <laughs> <laughs> i think though I, I when i heard the voice right at the beginning i was like i think that's conroy doing a voice i think that they just used it because not to mention, i at first too if you if you were to look at that character he actually looks like bruce in disguise to be honest it so, really does especially yeah. like like he's done something that looks kind of like that. I, I think about like um oh was it the uh the forgotten, you know. Oh yeah, he, he kind of looks like that version, yeah, right there. Yes, a little bit. So I think possibly that was Kevin Conroy. Anyways, but uh, yeah, of course. So uh, Bruce is not resting as he should be. He's uh, too busy doing his detective work, um, and then he's wondering exactly why uh, Rupert Thorne would need a laser. Of course, we know why, but Batman doesn't exactly know why. And then, uh, and then, of course, we smash cut right to uh, Bruce and. Alfred showing up to uh, the free clinic and seeing that, well, it's been kind of effed up. Things are all over the place, so that's never good. And then, of course, still doing his detective work, looking at everything, and then sees the, of course, picture on the wall of him, of uh, Tompkins and uh, and uh, his father. So. Yes, which I will say that that could have been played up a little bit 
I think so. better in the episode, especially yeah. where this episode is. Because, like, the scene at the end, spoilers, uh, <laughs> I feel like would have had more of a punch if that was a thread that maybe was more strongly established earlier in the episode. Yeah, I agree with that. And then. And then we find out, of course, uh, well, Bruce finds out by looking in like an old yearbook of uh, graduating class uh, for medical school or whatever and trying to find a mat. Then it sees that it's Matt Thorne. And it's just like, well, this is a coincidence. You know, it's like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just I just found out that it was Thorne's men's men. Rupert Thorne's uh, dudes. The men's, the men's. The, the men's. men's. Yeah, no, I said the men's. Uh, <laughs> but his goons and then of course now and then he puts it together like oh shit matt thorne oh my god so of course he puts it together of course the audience knows we know and we're just like good job good job bruce you well, got it Alfred's also there yeah. like doing like the three musketeers thing saying like oh yeah they were like they were tight in medical school yeah yeah because he asked him about it because obviously you know alfred knows he's been around for a bit and uh you know i mean yeah like you like like you said though if they would have just kind of spent a little more time with that because of what how this episode ends uh yeah that would have been pretty cool they just like yeah just like maybe another minute or so just kind of spending some time with with that fact because obviously bruce is just he loved his dad so much and wants to know more about him so and then of course he's in this story, this this what's happening right now with with Miss Tompkins and the fact that there's like this um, uh, connection to Rupert Thorne now. I mean, that's, you know, that's got to be it's a little bit of a shock to Bruce, of course. So, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. And, then, and don't we cut to like them actually doing the procedure on yeah. on Thorne? Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's not much there. It's just well, again, like, let, let's go and do it. But then once it's done, you've got that guy, Chubb, who's like, you know, the boss said when it's over with, take care of the doctor. Um, yeah, see, that's this is where we get Matt, like, you know, showing like yeah, he, that he wants nothing bad to happen to Leslie. Um, and then he's like, I'll take her home myself. But he's like, nope, nope, nope. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take her myself. And then, of course, you know, make sure that she's taken care of. And of yeah, course, by the way, this is the other voice. Oh, is it? Who's yes. the other voice? Chubb is voiced by George Zunza. Nice. Uh, nice. Who, uh, live action, you would be familiar with him from uh, Basic Instinct. Basic. Oh, so he's one of the cops, I he guess. Was like, he, was, he was like Michael Douglas's partner. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And he's like in the first, he's, he's one of the lead detectives in the first season of Law & Order back in the day. But for our purposes... We've already heard him before in the series Ooh. because he was the voice of G. Carl Francis in The Laughing Fish. Oh, was he? Nice. Yes. Uh, spoiler alert. He will also be the voice of the ventriloquist. <laughs> when, <laughs> That's right. We haven't gotten to him yet. We haven't gotten nice. to him yet. But when we get yeah. to Wesker and yeah. Scarface, he's the voice of Wesker, of Arnold Wesker and Scarface. I uh, later that. on, he's also the voice of Perry White in Superman the Animated Series. Oh, wow. He's done and, a lot. Oh, and when we get in between season two and season three and we watch Sub-Zero, that direct-to-video mm -hmm. animated movie, yeah. he's the voice of Dr. Gregory Belson oh, uh, wow. in that one. So, uh, yes, uh, Andrea Romano liked this man a Yes, lot. he did. A lot, man. He's got a lot of work under his belt when it comes to this. 
No, but yeah, like you said, they kind of just like they do the procedure and then we realize, oh, yeah, they're going to. And then, of course, you know, Matt is going to do his doctor thing. He's like, well, I could just give her an injection. It'll be like a heart attack, you know, be cleaner, quicker, no pain. You know, he's doing that whole thing. We've seen this before in a lot of, you know, you know, scenarios when it comes to movies and TV shows where it's like, wow, well, let me just do this instead. So and, and we know that, he, of course, he's got something that he's cooking up when it comes to this. But then we have Batman that shows up and Batman again. He's not 100 percent, not 100 percent. And then, man, he's clocked in the head, he gets clocked really hard. You feel you feel it and you realize you're like oh he had like a little bit of a concussion he's not going to be good with this because it's like you just you don't he didn't see it coming and it just pow, pow. you see like a, you see like almost like a little flash and he's just like oh uh, uh, like it just it f's him up pretty good pretty well, good pretty much for the rest of the episode like it, yeah. it's it, once again when you talk about cliches that they sometimes do it's like sometimes the series feels like they have to justify why goons you know why would batman struggle with goons yeah exactly exactly and then this you know and of course he grabs some scalpels and starts like using them like you know like oh shit better watch out he's gonna like cut you like wolverine right here buddy um you know and yeah he's he's kind of you know batman's struggling a little bit and then of course the medical uh laser thing comes out yet again and it's like oh watch a yeah i know <laughs> sorry so i have to do i have to be the foley artist for the episode tonight yeah, exactly make the sound effects i like it i like it but uh yeah so but then of course batman this time you know doesn't get zapped and even though he's a little dazed he still gets to drop on him knocks him out i like how they actually shot this part too because you see him like lift him up and you see his like legs and then they kind of straighten out like boom and like he just knocks out you just see him like just kind of knock out i was like oh that's pretty cool you don't actually see it they did like a shot where you see once again feet. that whole standards and practices thing where we don't see the violence itself you exactly know. you don't see the actual violence um you know because for all we know he gave him like a nice elbow to the uh to the to the temple or something like that but but yeah and then but then what's funny about this and i you know i, I kind of laugh because yeah of course, you know, when it comes to Matt and Leslie trying to get out of there. Oh, well, first off, good job with Matt doing the little slip when it comes to uh, what's his name? Chubb. Uh, Chubb. And he's like, you know, she's he's holding her and then you don't see, you know, it's out of frame. And he just kind of does like the injection, but injects Chubb instead. And then, of course, but he had to make sure, oh, it's just a, sed uh, a sedative. So he'll be fine. So it's not something deadly. I right. say that real quick, but even at the same time, I'm like 11 year old me. I'm like, oh, is he what? I said, oh, okay. You know, it's like, but, but still, you have to put that in there right away. It was quick. It's quick. Yes. It's sedative. It's kind, it's kind of, it's kind of like how you see someone like go, oh, it's just, mm -hmm. to, just to prove they're still breathing. They're still breathing. Still breathing. We're good. Nobody died. Nobody died. And then, and uh, of course, he didn't die either. And, uh, but then what's what I, what I, what I laugh about too is like, you know, of course, they're going to get on the elevator. And of course, I'm gonna go to the rooftop. <laughs> you know, the, Why, don't you <laughs> Why don't you go down? I did, I don't, yeah, I don't uh, and I knew we were gonna have a laugh about this because I knew you were gonna think the same thing. Because obviously, it, it's Batman. Things always gotta resolve on a rooftop. <laughs> you know, no matter what, it's always gotta be on the rooftop. But you know, and it's and of course, that's that's where it goes. And uh, you know. Kudos we to got, uh, we got to jump. We got to jump from one rooftop to the other. It's dude, I mean, like, I mean, Matt 
good job, Matt, uh, Mr. Uh, Matt Thorne right here. He was just like, let's just do this and jump. And Leslie is like, are you kidding me? I'm going to jump from rooftop to rooftop. And then there was like a little bit of a wonky little thing where we have um, uh, we have that one goon that looks like Bruce in disguise showing up with like a Tommy gun. He's just firing at her. And it's like, it's like right behind her. I don't know. I, I don't know if she yeah, caught yeah, it. Yeah, he's it, completely missing her. It's like it's like yeah, it's, stormtrooper it was, aim. Yeah, it's very bad. And I was like, oh, did you really have to have him firing at her like that? Because it was just very strange. weird. It was very weird. strange. Yeah, I didn't really like dig it too much. And I was like, man, because even like the animation, the way it was like. The, it was I don't the animation know. that really didn't sell it. That was the problem. That's what it was. It's like it could have been okay if like the bullets were whizzing by her, but it almost looked like they were supposed to hit, um, you know, the, the edge of the building and it was not exactly framed right on the yes, animation. Yes, you're it right. Like it, was yeah. like off. it was like up in the air. And I was like, I, even, I think I even rewound it. And I was like, man, that looks really wonky right there. And I'm like, eh, it's just the animation. But it's like, why do they have to have him just firing like crazy? And, uh, you know, as, as he's like as he got out of the door door and everything he's just firing like crazy it's like don't have him do that make him where it's like he wants to like i don't know say something maybe that's just a little too technical i don't know but shirley walker's theme though eric yes has been very awesome in this whole oh episode. man the, this this is you almost i've gotten to the point because you know not every episode of shirley walker composings no. you know there's all the other way but there's just something like when you hear her batman theme the yeah you're like okay this is a shirley episode yeah it's working great. that batman theme oh i love it too because like anytime batman does something like good like you know knock somebody out or you know intervenes on something and, and and yeah like you said she fits it perfectly into whatever theme is happening right there and it'll just be like dun, 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 and then it'll go right transition right back into whatever you know to get right back into the, like the theme that was already there which just so just a chef kiss right there so yeah naturally miss tompkins she says she can't make it and she doesn't and you know so we have of course this this um this whole thing where it's like a Matt, cliffhanger. we have cliffhanger. a cliffhanger Dave. another one i can't hold her can't hold her much longer and then um and this is where of course we'll watch the clip because of course how intense it gets because batman's showing up and uh nailing the dude with dude with the beard and everything and uh and then i i really like the transition that the transition the is nice you are you are and very I, yeah and i do that, really yeah. like i really like how they did that it's pretty damn cool but so yeah here's the uh the clip right here so it ties him up of course uh -oh. But notice he doesn't finish tying him up. No. See the score doing good, and then he just goes and goes for it. Ouch. Yep. Yeah, it's just so good. And then this transition. This transition right there. Cool. I love that. Great transition. Oh yeah, to the to the to the, you know, interrogation, to, room. the interrogation room. Yeah. The yeah. only thing the only thing I'll criticize that transition about is if you watch it, there's Bruce like Wayne, three different Thomas Wayne, like I thought it should have been Did just like rooftop to yes. room. 
Yeah. It kind of goes kinda, rooftop to room, and then the light suddenly shows you. up. Yeah, you're him. right. Yeah. That was a little wonky for me personally, but yeah. I like the effort. Yeah. But then we got this right here, which is pretty great. Something I, knew it. I knew it. Sorry, Mr. Wayne. Matthew Short is no longer for sale. I'm not looking for any illegal favors. What then? Something you know. Oh, something only you can give me. Listen to the score right here. Yeah. Don't tell me about my father. Aw. We've before. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Uh huh. And just good way to end it. Good way to good way to end it. Actually, I feel like the once again, I wish they'd earned that ending just a little bit more because it's like it it it's almost like the strongest part of the episode. Really is because it's the emotional part. And once again, we've we've always talked about how when we talk about this is a kid show, yeah, is how it really nails those emotional moments and those emotional episodes tend to be the strongest ones true it's very true and uh we have a question here from uh, venom do you think that matt thorne went into protective custody after this um hmm. you know what that is a hi mom hi <laughs> i don't know if protective custody because protective custody yeah. would almost suggest i mean honestly i don't think rupert i, I feel like it'd be one of the situations where rupert could be pissed but rupert's not going to do anything to his brother like, yeah i, I exactly. don't I, I feel like it kind of falls into that whole their family kind of deals where yeah. it's like they, they you can get angry with them but usually you know unless you're michael corleone and like it takes a lot for him to you know spoiler alert take out fredo you know <laughs> yeah and even so, and even then it was like he had to wait he waited a long time to take care of that business. So yeah. I don't know. Nah, he probably is. And hopefully he got his license back. Maybe Bruce helped him with I that. Re- see, that's what I do think. I, I think yeah. between between you know, with what Matt did and then Bruce Wayne being there, I I would like to headcanon the fact that he got his license back. Yeah, I think I think it's all good when it comes to that. But um do we do we uh, we get another rupert thorn after this i'm trying to remember i'm sure we do oh um, no we definitely get yeah. more rupert thorn after this yeah because I mean, rupert thorn even shows up um he doesn't show up in season three but we oh. have another direct-to-video movie that's set after season three that we will eventually watch okay. and he's in that um which one is that one mystery of the batwoman Mystery of the Bat. That's right. That, I, to be honest, I don't know if I actually caught that one. So that might be something. Oh, that's going to be a good watch. Then. Yeah. Because um, I caught the Sub Zero, I did. But yeah, I didn't catch. I don't know if I caught Mystery of the Bat Woman. It was hmm. 2004. Wow. Hmm. I am oddly specific. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's like 2004. What was I doing? Um, yeah. Oh, no, I don't think I that. Actually, I remember when I watched it. <laughs> I was actually in Daytona Beach when I watched it. So, um, yeah. There you I, go. This, this is what you pay me for, Dave. Exactly. This is why uh, I pay you the big bucks right here. But there you go, guys. That is uh, paging the crime doctor. I don't, I don't, yeah. I pay him in shirts. I try to send him a shirt. That's about it. You know, that's, that's what happens. That's what, anyway. So that's uh this episode right here and like i said we won't be doing a uh, stream next weekend because it, it is a holiday weekend scott's gonna be out of town i'll be doing stuff too so two weeks from now what will we be discussing we will be discussing zatanna 
Zatanna. Oh, good episode right here. That is a that is a good episode. Great and episode. another one of those. This animated series introduced me to who the hell a character was. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. I don't think, yeah. Zatanna, who is that at first? Oh, and then you start, yeah. Oh, that's who. And they actually, yeah. I I remember this episode. I remember this episode. A lot of flashes. And we have and another recurring voice actor show up again in this episode. Not the same character, completely different character. But the same voice actor shows up again. I like it's 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 one of those where it's like, wow, you uh, you're, you're milking this for all it's worth, right? Oh, totally, it's right. Yeah, <laughs> pretty fly for a Filipino guy. Them them short shorts. Yes, yes, yes. We know. Yes, Satana. No, it's the, like no, no. They're not even shorts. They're not shorts. It's a, it's the bathing. It's it's flat yeah. out the bathing suit. And yeah. if I'm not mistaken, someone can correct me if I'm wrong here. But I think the episode was written by Paul Dini. Oh, I'm and, sure you probably. Well, answer. because Paul Dini loved magic, uh, loved Zatanna. Like, there's, there's like an entire like um, Zatanna uh, compilation book that you can buy that's got like Paul Dini stuff in it. Because you know who Paul Dini ended up marrying, right? No, I forgot. A magician. Oh, did not know that. <laughs> yes, and she kind of dresses like like Zatanna. Well, there you go. I'm pretty sure that then he did write this episode and it's a good episode and make sure you guys watch it. Like I said, not next weekend, but the weekend after we'll be back. Have a good holiday weekend. But of course, I'll be doing Film Junkie Lives. It'll be a vodka stream. All that stuff will still be happening. Uh, all right. Go ahead and uh, promote yourself, Scott. Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast at DC Squadcast, where a podcast can be found, where, like I said, coming up this week and the next, we've got more episodes of Batman Scene by Scene. Uh, the next episode will be Batman and Gordon in the car garage. And the week after that will be uh, Batman breaking into the Iceberg Lounge for the first time. So you know who I am? For... Yeah. <laughs> I got an idea. <laughs> God, and then of course um you know vero facebook youtube the entire neck of shows at squadcastmedia.com i will go ahead and go ahead and promote that squadcast media of course is a fan support network at patreon.com so squadcast media where our 70th episode of squadcast movies where we review every comic book movie ever made after the fourth of july we are getting the entire network together all six hosts and we will be reviewing batman forever Ooh, I like it. I like it. All right, guys. Well, uh, make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Hit that notification bell so you know when this stuff is happening. If you want to become a member, become a member. Join. Hit the join button. All the links are provided down below for the Patreon. All that stuff. And uh, yeah, uh, I'll see you guys on Monday. And then when it comes to uh, you Batman fanatics, we'll see you guys in a couple of a uh, couple of weekends. All right, guys. Talk to you later. <laughs>